Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey, everybody, this is Akomi. Hey, everyone, this is Turk182. Oh, shit, I was you, oh. hoping to catch you off guard with that one. <laughs> oh, look at me. Hey, have you seen this obscure movie, Akomi? <laughs> Why, I think that everyone's seen that movie. Unless, of course, you've been living in a cave for all your life. <laughs> what? You mean you haven't seen it? <laughs> oh, I forgot. You have been living in a cave all your life. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, my friend. <laughs> Oh, okay, but just, uh, I haven't seen Stephen King movies or Kirahu Kirahu now, what? <laughs> uh, yes, but, you know, I, I do know about Akira Kurosawa, <laughs> and I haven't seen Stephen King movies because I'm selective in my taste. <laughs> well, I didn't expect to come on this podcast and be attacked, but okay, go off, I guess. No, I expect to come on this podcast and be attacked. <laughs> <laughs> You take away my world, I take away yours. <laughs> you get what you fucking deserve! <laughs> so, hey everyone, welcome to our Moms Think We're Funny. Hey! Uh, so, um... So, uh... I know we, we... Our recordings are all, like, posted out of order. Yeah, um, horrifically so. Because of our recording process. Um, so, I'm not quite sure when this is going to post, uh, relative to some of the other ones, but, uh... Some of you may have caught that during our Hammer Horror Less Watch, I, um, Turk182, the the white one of the group, accidentally <laughs> dropped the hammer. God damn it, no. You're not the white one of the group, don't. <laughs> People are going to come crucify me on Twitter. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, Turk182, sorry, yeah, this is hard for me. The, the um, long-haired one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, accidentally let slip the N-word. <laughs> um, was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Only a white person would say that. <laughs> uh, I'm skating on thin ice. I'm already bald. I'm a neck tattoo away from a hate crime here. So. Don't you mean a hat crime? <laughs> Who doesn't like hats? <laughs> uh, so, um, I accidentally, I caught myself during it, but, uh, it did slip out. And I just want people to know that uh, that 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 won't happen again. Um, so not only will will I not say that, but uh, I'm actually not even going to say the replacement word that I would normally use. Oh, the really? word I'm actually uh, I'm what, com- what's replacing. I'm completely cured of <laughs> saying the word. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say <laughs> with an A or a. With the with with the a h, uh, I'm not gonna hear me say. But, or, but, uh, I'm completely. It was a saying, you know. Did, didn't in, they teach you to uh, to respond in kind to that kind of thing, though? Uh, they 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 did teach me out in the streets okay. that uh, <laughs> you know that when I would see somebody I'd be like my, <laughs> or like <laughs> what or like what you talking about? <laughs> um, be like who you calling? <laughs> But no, I'm, I'm I'm completely cured of of saying saying you know, any any in all forms of uh, of the word. Well, okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, I mean, it means like good buddy, good friend, pal, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
if, if I'm going to start using it, I want to make sure I use it in the right context. So. <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, you just go right ahead. <laughs> so uh, at this point, we're uh, auditioning for new <laughs> podcast co-hosts. Get to start along with me, Turkwood A2. <laughs> the white one of the group. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I don't think a Kobe's going to be around for... <laughs> <laughs> much longer i'm just saying you know next time we make a sale at a con i want to be sure to use in the right context so <laughs> like yeah it'd be like yeah yeah yo don't be a n- pass us up <laughs> i mean so somebody you know buys a book from us like, my n- <laughs> gather round my gather round <laughs> <sighs> so, Turk, what are we talking about today? Um, today we are talking about um, something very interesting. Uh, so we, we recently did a podcast where we were replacing um, uh, actors in movies uh, with 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 Muppets. All but but one all but one actor we were going to replace with a Muppet. Yeah, and uh, so so kind of well actually it's not really related at all in the sense of we're taking actors you actually had this idea before i came before i presented the muppet thing i stole the muppet thing off of uh, twitter right (laughs) Uh, um but uh but we're 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 basically taking actors or taking movies and characters from movies and we're we're swapping them out so uh we're we're kind of doing a, a twofold bit where we're taking characters from a sitcom and putting them into the roles of movies. Okay. Um, it's kind of kind of hard to explain just off the premise. And vice versa, we're taking characters from movies and we're dropping them into sitcom roles. All right. So um, I'll start it off to kind of get people to kind of understand where we're going off here and just do mine first. Sounds good. Uh, and I, I really wanted to kind of write some things down and prepare. But... Uh, uh, but you know, time just keeps on slipping into the future. So slipping, slipping, slipping. Uh, but uh, so for mine, I'm actually taking um, I'm taking the characters from Friends okay. and putting them into our favorite movie, Fight Club. Fight Club, <laughs> with Chandler being the narrator, All aka right. Jack, and the one and only Joey Tribbiani as Tyler Durden. <laughs> I like with it. Monica as Marla Singer. Ah, okay. <laughs> so you just have to kind of imagine that, and you've got other people like uh, like was it the uh, the the fat naked guy from uh, from across the the way that they would watch through like the like the patio window and the, the telescope, or whatever. Yeah. Um, is being Bob. Um, just so <laughs> so little little things like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, so if you have to imagine like the opening scene there where uh. You know, uh, they're they're sitting there and it's uh, they're looking out the window and and, and Joy's like, you know, uh, you know, you know, exciting, exciting now when it's like, you know, uh, he's he's doing the whole opening scene of uh, right. Uh, it's like, oh, we have you know front row seats for this theater of mass destruction. Yeah. Um, this is it zero hour? Right. <laughs> and and, uh, and he's like, you know, uh, can you see all right? It's like. No, Joey, I can't. Because I'm in a box. You deserve to be in that box. <laughs> and, then he, and then you cut the things like, you know, just like, just imagine different scenes like the one where he's like, he's, um, 
It's like it's like uh, look, it's like this like there's all these articles. I'm oh, sorry, the the previous owner was a bit of a shut in. It's like look, it's like all these series of articles, you know, about the you know people's body parts. Like, uh, can I be any more Jack's colon? Can I be any more Jill's nipples? <laughs> <laughs> and just like little little scenes like that. Uh, and then, how would their meeting on the plane go? Uh, the meeting on a plane. Wow, that that'd be a good one. Uh. I, I know you haven't like you might not have thought that like that I, far I, I ahead. I did because because I thought about the things like you know like so so it's like you know sometimes Joey spoke for me. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> 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 just like I say, like little little scenes like that. I just imagine like the two of them like doing that. Uh, just the, the the whole the whole thing. I had a I had a really good like like monologue scene uh, for for them. Um, and I see now now it's gone. Uh, the, like the the whole back and forth. I just thought it'd be you know like really funny. Right. Right. Um, even like a like you know, oh it's like this whole thing has something to do with a girl named where Monica Geller. And it's like you know, it's like you know. <laughs> Like Monica was obsessed with compulsive, because you know? <laughs> it all ties together with you know Monica having been with both Joey and Chandler, and yeah. then the two of them have been being roommates. It, it all works <laughs> so well. I was like, that would just be amazing. And I had a role for Ross too. I'm trying to think what Ross's role was. Would he have been Angel Face? Mm. No, was he? Was he Angel Face? Shit, he might have been. Damn it! You see, I had I should have written it all down. I had it all perfect, but I think the problem is I spent more time on my second one uh, okay. than I did on this one, and and because I had some really good things. I even told you about some of them. Yeah, like how how it all worked out, and you got all the other the different connections with people, and uh, and uh, the and it just like uh oh, as I was like you know um like it. Like Joy had another job. He was like he was an actor. Is like while the rest of us slept, he was on the set. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know and just like, like all those kind of things. Uh, <laughs> shows him up on stage, and he's like reading the script. A nice big cock. <laughs> it's like I'm Mac, and this is my partner Cheese. Cheese. You know? <laughs> just, uh, I just think that that just taking them and putting them in that role would just be just hilarious. Yeah. Only to find like out at the, at the end that uh, you know that they were you know, the same person. That that would just be great. Oh, was it? Um. <laughs> what was uh oh. Oh, I know what it is. It's like uh, the one of the things is like uh, Joey laid down the rules and everything. So the first rule of dating my sisters is you don't date my sisters. The second rule of dating my sisters is you don't date my sisters. Third rule, don't talk to my sisters. Fourth rule, don't even look at my sisters. <laughs> it's like fifth rule, are you looking at my sister? <laughs> uh, so I was, I was like, so I was like, like that would be like really funny. Yeah, um, yeah. I so like taking it. them and like said so taking the characters from Friends, specifically like Monica, Joey, and Chandler, and putting them into the key roles in Fight Club, <laughs> I think would be fantastic. It would just be so funny. Yeah, I like it. All right, your turn. Okay, so the first one I came up with, um, gonna go back to another one of our favorite movies. And I'm going to go to one of my favorite shows that I just finished watching all the way through for the first time. Uh, I'm combining Baby Driver with the cast of The Office. 
And uh, I know you're not super familiar with The Office. You haven't watched it yet. Um, I've seen a shit ton of Office memes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of good meme material. But, uh, you know, what we've discussed and, like, what I stick with is the first season is really not that good. And the first time I started watching through it, I got about halfway through the first season and I was like, this isn't really doing anything for me. And then started watching through it a second time. I was like, I'm just going to power through it because people are really still talking it up. And, you know, on the one hand, we've discussed this a lot of times. I don't want to just follow the crowd all the time. But at the same time, I don't want to, like, not watch something good just because I'm trying to avoid being a conformist, you know? Yeah, it's like the first time I had sex with the guy. It's like, halfway through, I was just like, <laughs> like, this really isn't doing anything for me. I was like, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to plow soldier, through it. Just soldier and through just, it. Right. And then see, it was like, you know, you know, people are saying, hey, this is, this is pretty good. I'm like, yeah, you know, not really my thing, but I'll, I'll, I'll at least, I'll just test it out. And, you know? But yeah, no, I mean, like by the second season, I was hooked and, and like, it gets really, really good in the second season and it just gets better and better and better. And then it starts to like kind of peter down after, uh, Steve Carell leaves again. Well, but anyway. Just, just really banking off my joke, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, there's only so far you can go with, you know, sucking dick. But uh, also about the Peter Down thing. Oh well. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we are a high class entertainment Whoa. right here. <laughs> I'm a savant. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So like, Jim would be baby, and uh, in the office, Jim is more of a talker than Baby is, but it, it still works because, first of all, he is the guy who is you know out there to get the girl. So of course, Deborah would be Pam, right? Um, and of course, uh, Michael Scott would be Doc because he's the one in charge of everything. Right. And I think that alone would be hilarious because Doc is all about being in control. He plans everything out perfectly. And I can just, I can picture, you know, Michael Scott just being like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, hey, check it out. Look, I drew this map. That's pretty cool, right? Right, guys? (laughs) Guys, look at this map. I drew this map while I was talking. (laughs) So, you know, got, gotta love that. And of course, you know, I don't, I don't have characters for like every single role, but you know, as far as the main guys from the big heist I've got. Right. So Bats, of course, has to be Dwight because A, they're both psychotic assholes and B, Dwight is very, very violent and he thinks that he knows everything there is to know about a situation, which Bats, I mean, he does, but it gets him in trouble a lot. Right. So you have Bats, like, I, I could easily picture Dwight doing the whole scene with like, the uh, the hex songs that uh, heist drivers don't have, and you know he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had a guy who like who refused to follow through on a heist because he because he heard a song that he said was cursed, and you know, and I wound up killing him. That whole thing, and like I can easily picture like you know the office has those those interview moments where they're looking into the camera, and so just like Dwight looking into the camera and being like, do I believe in hex songs? <laughs> nice try, idiot. No, I don't believe in hex songs. Of course not. I had a cousin once who believed in a hex song, but he died, unfortunately. And so, you know, I can I can easily picture that. Um, I can see that. And uh, so Buddy and Darlin would have to be uh, Andy and Aaron. And uh, just because they're, like, they're actually a pretty good couple throughout most of the show. Within, like, the last couple seasons, they wind up breaking up, and that's, that's like, its whole own thing. But they're both spastic and crazy enough to where they fit Buddy and Darling's roles perfectly. Um, Andy is very, like, overly dramatic. Uh, he's very temperamental, which fits in with Buddy's whole thing. You know, once he starts seeing red, then you know, right. you'll see nothing but black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah, that that whole exchange of, like, that sarcastically clapping, Dwight would totally do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm really impressed here. <laughs> 
Um, Aaron, like, there, there are moments where, like, there are moments in the office where Aaron will just go off and start yelling at somebody. And just be, like, you know, swinging her head and arms around. Just be like, yeah, yeah, we're not taking any more of this! And, like, that just, like, would go really well with some of the crazy shit Darlin does. Um, let's see, I don't, I don't know who JD would be. Maybe Kevin? Like, he, he fits more Oscar's body type, but Kevin is just, like, so bumbling that that fits in with the whole I left my shotgun behind. <laughs> and I can, like, I can really easily picture, like, Kevin, like, looking behind him going, uh, guys, I left my shotgun behind. I could, I could, I could see, like, a, like an on-camera moment with Dwight just being like, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool at all. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin left his shotgun behind. Not cool, Kevin. <laughs> Not cool at all. So, yeah, that, that would be pretty great. Um... Let's see, I guess the diner owner would have to be Stanley, just because, you know, he's, like, just the bit, the big dude, and he's just, like, no-nonsense, I'm not putting up with this shit. Mm-hmm. And so, Deborah, for the last damn time, get back here. <laughs> get back to your station. So, I could I could see Stanley working for that. Um, I think Baby's foster dad would be Creed, the old guy. Um, and if you, I know you haven't seen a lot of The Office, you just need to, like, YouTube the best of Creed sometime. That alone would probably make you a fan of the show, because Creed is amazing. <laughs> He's just this old guy, never, is never a central character, he's never a focal point in any episode. He just, like, comes in and says shit that gets really, really weird. And so, like, they're, they're discussing, like, you know, like, there's an HR moment where they're discussing how everybody has the right to observe certain religious practices without being harangued and harassed about it. So they're doing the whole, like, uh, they're doing just, like, this whole HR meeting, and then Creed just, like, walks in and sits down and he's like, you know, I have a lot of experience in cults. Both as a leader and a follower. <laughs> you have more fun as a follower, but you make more money as a leader. And it's like, that's just, that's Creed. And he's, he's awesome. And like, there's, there's, there's an episode where, um, it's, it's called the gay witch hunt where, uh, Michael hears that one of his staff members is gay, which turns out to be Oscar. And so he's trying to figure out which, which of his staff members is gay, which of course is this big, uh, this big, you know, HR violation. But, um, like, when it gets to Creed's moment of, like, interviewing with the cameras, he's like, I have no issues with homosexuality. In the 60s, I had sex with many, many women. In the mud. In the rain. It's possible that a man might have slipped in there. There's no way of knowing for sure. It's like, he's just... He's just, like, he's such a great character. So, uh... Might have slipped in there. Right? Yeah. He's just... He's hilarious. So... So I I think that Creed would be good as the foster dad, not to do like any of the sign language stuff, but just to say like this random shit (laughs) and just like, to like, let's just like lean over him while he's like counting his tip money from driving pizzas and just be like, huh, you know, funny thing with with this money, you only have to wash your hands once after you count it and just like walk out and then Jim just like looks into the camera and raises an eyebrow. It would be, it would be hilarious. (laughs) So, like a Silent Bob kind of thing, where yeah. he's supposed to be like deaf. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Jim, Jim is the guy who always breaks the fourth wall and looks into the camera. Anytime somebody does something stupid, he always like will like look into the camera and just kind of smirk or raise an eyebrow. So I think I think that kind of thing would be hilarious. Um, I can see that right before he kills bats. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah <that'd be> <laughs> like, drive, baby. <laughs> 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 
and, and Dwight has slapped Jim before, so it'd be like, instead of him punching him in the face, he would just like slap him. <laughs> drive, Jim, drive, you idiot, what's your problem? <laughs> he just looks into the camera and smirks and <laughs> hits the truck. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Um, so the bank lady who's a fan of Dolly Parton, uh, that would be uh, Phyllis from Sales. Because she's that, like, real matronly type. And I can see her, like, talking about Dolly Parton. So that that could work really well. Now, she was at, um... She was at, uh, GalaxyCon, wasn't she? Phyllis? Uh, was I, she right next to Judith Hogue? It was her and then it was Stanley. I know Stanley was there. I It might have been Phyllis. I think it was. I think so. She, she was kind of the kind of the frumpy lady. Yeah. I'm yeah. Playing, yeah. Which, so, which we never, which, we never, not to get off on this whole thing, we never went and talked to him because I never watched The Office. Yeah, I hadn't at the time either. So. See, now I would happily talk to either of them because I, I think the show is brilliant. Um, plus, <laughs> plus Stanley had that, that moment when he passed by us. Yeah. <laughs> that moment. <laughs> that we, moment. We will talk about that. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that moment. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a bad moment, people. It wasn't a bad moment, but we just like, we had that, that, um, the moment and I was like, hey. <laughs> Did you notice that? And, yeah, yeah. And he was like, okay, word. That was, that was that moment where our eyes just kind of met. It was like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and the scene where, like, Baby goes in and tells Doc, he's like, I shot Buddy. It's like, I can see I can see that going really well with Michael and Jim, where he's like, I shot Andy. And he's like, you shot Andy? After I specifically asked you not to? <laughs> and it'll cut to him, like, interviewing with the camera. He's like... I told Jim not to shoot Andy. I told him that. You guys heard me tell him that, right? <laughs> I think I think it would be a lot of fun. I, I think that'd be hilarious. So I'm sure there's jokes that I'm missing, some like really easy over the plate ones. But um, but yeah, no, I I think that would be a, a lot of fun to do a crossover with that. Very nice. Uh, so I guess it's my turn again, eh? Yeah. Okay. So this one, and it sucks because I'm not good. I'm, I'm not really strong <laughs> with mimicking people. <laughs> uh, but uh, so mine, mine is taking a characters from a movie and putting them into a sitcom. Yeah. And uh, and my sitcom is going to be, I'm taking the characters from Pulp Fiction. And I'm putting them into Seinfeld. Nice. <laughs> so you would have you'd have Vincent as Jerry, right? And then you would have uh, uh, you'd have. Uh, What's the deal with milkshakes? <laughs> you just go to it's not a twenty dollar milkshake. <laughs> you would have uh, Mia as Elaine, right? And so and then and unfortunately, I couldn't really find a, a better way of doing this. You would have to have Jules as George. Right. Even though Jules and George don't really match up, but it would be like, yeah. The, so if you can imagine, like the scene would start off with, uh, well, like the the buzzer, like, and like, oh, and it's like, Miss Mia Wallace, and and then she he lets her up, and then she comes in there, and she's like, hey, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, what do you what do you want? It's like, oh, just I was just over here, just hanging out, you know, uh. Like, you know, doing whatever it is. And then, of course, you know, like another buzz or whatever. And then Jules comes up and he's in. And then they get into the whole like banter. But it's like, you know, what's whatever's going on. It's like, so, you know, so what are you guys doing later on? It's like, uh, it's like, uh, uh, hold on. Um, 
and Marcellus wants us to go and yeah, do some job for him, whatever. Yeah, we got to go over there. We got it. It's like it's eight o'clock in the morning. I know it's eight o'clock in the morning. We got to go over there. He wants us to do his job at eight o'clock in the morning. You can't do it later. He doesn't want us to do it later. And it's like, <laughs> man, I don't feel like going over there and doing nothing at eight o'clock in the morning. You never do. And it's this whole like thing. Yeah. And then and then like Lance comes like swinging in the door. It's like, hey, what's going on? And it's like what? It's like. Hey, I just want to let you know, I guess more that Baja and some Madman if you want some. And it's like, uh, no, it's like, no, 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 no. It's like, hey, how about you, Mia? And it's like, uh, so, uh, need a little nose candy? And it's like, do you have balloons or do you have baggies or are you still using balloons? It's like, oh, is it balloon? Baggies are expensive. It's like, and it's like, yeah, after the last time and everything I would do, that's your fault for not looking at for not looking at it before you use it. It's like, no thanks. I'll get mine from somebody reputable. And it's like, okay, whatever. And then he goes sliding back out. And then there's right. like a like a knock on the door. And like Vincent opens the door and it's it's Butch and he's like, Hello, Vincent. Hello, Butch. And, and like Newman is played by Butch. It just works out so well that's awesome <laughs> and so mia's like so uh so what are you guys doing after uh after you guys you know go do this whole thing for myself i'll probably get a bite to eat wait where are you gonna go hawthorns hawthorns you're gonna go over to hawthorns grill it's like what's wrong we like hawthorns grill hawthorns grill is good and it's like yeah i was thinking uh why don't you go to some place like jackrabbit slims it's like why it was like we want to get a steak you can get a steak there daddy i was like why do we get a it's like oh they're having a twist contest again, aren't they? It's like, well, I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. It's like, no, I'm, I'm not going over there doing that. I don't know. It's like, you know, and then the whole, the whole thing just plays off of, yeah, off of yeah. that. And then and Jules is like, yeah, hey, I'm going to go. And then he leaves there. The whole thing is just that whole scenario with them playing those roles just like they would. So if you can imagine like, like a uh, Vincent living in the, um, uh, like in, in Jerry's apartment yeah, and the yeah. two of them going off to go and, and, and shoot these guys doing, like all the the dialogue is very much similar to the movie only yeah. change to fit a Seinfeld yeah, episode it's just, it's just like given Seinfeld cadence right yeah I really like that that's I think, brilliant I think that would be beautiful <laughs> That and you get brilliant. to and you get to work so much stuff in yeah and you can just like make it I was I was trying to think of a, a um uh, uh, a thing with um, that only works with Butch, and by making Butch Newman, it doesn't really doesn't work out. But uh, and it also depends on how much Seinfeld you've seen. So if you've ever seen the episode of Seinfeld where there's the whole thing about the 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 George um, borrowed the book from the library. Uh, uh, I think it was Tropic of Cancer, like Henry Miller or whatever it was. Okay. Um, or no, was it? No. Um, shit. Anyway. Um, he he borrows the book and uh, but he finds that he's had it for like the way too long and he doesn't want to pay the fine because it's like a semi like you know erotic book or whatever right right and so uh, changing that to how he's got to like um, Jules has got to put the book back uh, wants to sneak the book back into the library the book is Esmeralda of the Wolves and he's got to sneak the book back in um, which if people don't know that's actually a uh, deleted scene from Pulp Fiction when Butch gets into the cab and he meets the girl and he's like what's your name it's like Elzamarelda Villalobos yeah and then he's like what is what's that Mexican she goes um the name is Spanish but I'm Colombian and she's like what's your name he's like Butch and and you know they'll she's like you know Butch what does it mean he goes I'm American I heard names don't mean shit right well when he asked her that and everything she's like what does that mean and she says it's mean. It's uh, means Esmeralda of the Wolves. Yeah, 
and uh, and then that whole thing. But that that section is cut out. It's uh, it's in the screenplay, but it wasn't <laughs> in the movie. So and it's just that that whole thing. You could actually get like several episodes out of that whole interaction oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and there's a um, oh shit, I had a, a whole thing too. Um, with uh, with uh, Butch Newman, at, at, where he's talking and he says uh, like. He's gonna go go. Um... Shit, now it's all fucked up. I, I knew I should have written this shit down. Um, but he had this whole thing about uh, uh, like going to get something to eat or whatever, and uh, but he doesn't want to eat in any place that serves rice. Right. Um, so, and that goes to the Pulp Fiction scene where they're talking about uh, like um, not eating pork. No, uh. no, it's it's because uh, it's Butch. Oh, and it's yeah, like yeah. we asked his trainer. He goes. And he has said, you know, he doesn't know where he is. I believe him is like, um, and I think so. He's like, no, I don't want to think. I want to know. Um, you know, take him out to the kennel, sick dogs in his ass. We'll find out for sure how, what he knows, what he don't know. Yeah. He yeah. goes, your search, how do you want it done? And he goes, I'm prepared to scout the earth for that motherfucker. If Butch goes to Indochina, I want a ninja hiding in a bowl of rice waiting to pop a cap in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> so Butch, I'm not going out to dinner, but, you know, not any place that serves rice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because of that whole scene. I like it. Uh, but I just thought that that would just be so funny. If you can just imagine them in that episode of yeah, Seinfeld, yeah. <laughs> that just would just be beautiful. Yeah, no, it, it translates really, really well from Tarantino cadence to Seinfeld cadence. The only thing that it doesn't really fit is Jules as George. Yeah. Because George is very spastic and Jules is not. But, but Sam Jackson kind of is. <laughs> uh, he has moments, like the whole thing in the car. You right. Know, the car. Because uh, I, I can really see that playing out in like a Seinfeldian way, right? You know, where the uh, the whole dialogue with the um, was it? Uh, it was like Seinfeld's uh, like, like, what about philosophy? That once a man admits he's wrong, he's forgiven for all wrongdoings. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit! What's <laughs> right. said that shit? Never pick a big piece of skull and cover your dumb ass. My <laughs> dumb ass is like. <laughs> What the fuck am I doing in the back? Just to be a motherfucking brain detail. It, that that whole thing I think would work really well in like a Seinfelding thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think should be so. a brain detail. You should be a brain detail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I like it. Um, so the only other one I have prepared now. This is gonna kind of flip the script on what we've discussed because at first I talked about uh, crossing this over with The Exorcist. Oh yeah. And then I talked about crossing it over with the Mario Brothers film because I'm very familiar with the Mario Brothers film. Just trying to keep me on my toes. I yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to keep you guessing. But you know, my whole big thing was I needed something where two protagonists worked really well in the lead role. It couldn't be something where you've got one hero and one helper because these guys kind of carry equal weight in this show. Okay. And then it occurred to me, Lord of the Rings. You have Sam and Frodo. They're both very equally important. So I am putting the cast of the IT crowd into Lord of the Rings. <sighs> but you can't, you can't do the first one, Fellowship of the Rings. No, I mean, there's not enough people in IT crowd to fill every role. Well, no, I was saying, well, I think the one you get the most Sam and Frodo is either got to be Two Towers, two or, towers. Return, or Return of the King. Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, that would that would be where I would get most of my scenes <gasps> from, for sure. Oh, my goodness. Richmond is Gollum. <laughs> huh? Richmond is Gollum. Oh, see, I was thinking that you would do Return of the King yeah. with, uh, with Sam and Frodo... Uh, being played by them, but then um, shit, the boss, uh, as Douglas, as no. Gollum. No, the boss. The yeah, that's Douglas. No, the girl. Oh, Jen. Jen. Yeah, Jen could be Gollum. Gollum. Oh yeah, yeah, that would that would work. <laughs> 
that could work. <laughs> See, I thought, I thought this is where you were going to go. He's always eating the bread. You know that. <laughs> Roy, you don't mean that. <laughs> don't make me go home, Roy. <laughs> well, like, the, the big, like, one big scene that I really want to work, and I have no idea who would, like, play Aragorn or Legolas or Gimli, but, like, at first I thought, oh, Douglas would make a really good Aragorn. But here's the scene to where that doesn't work. When Faramir approaches Lord Denethor, and um, I, I know it's been a while since you've seen Lord of the Rings, so Denethor is the one who's uh, seated on the throne of Gondor waiting for Aragorn's arrival. So he is basically like the benchwarmer, essentially, but you know, he's, uh, what is, he's the steward of Gondor. So he's, he's watching over, and he's been corrupted by Wormtongue, and that, that whole, no, that's, uh, that's King Theoden. But no, he's, he's waiting, he's, he's corrupt and evil, and Faramir wants his father's approval, but he always held up Baramir to be the better son. I see, uh, Boromir, was that, um... Boromir was the guy who got shot full of arrows. Yeah, when he tries to steal Frodo's ring. Um, Sean Bean. Yeah, yeah. Seen Bean. Seen Bean, yeah. No, <laughs> uh, Sean Bond. Sean Bond, correct. Sean Bond, sorry, my, my mistake. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, so you have this whole thing of like, Faramir is like doing all this like crazy stuff on the borders of Mordor. Is that Carl Urban's character? Uh, I think so. Carl Urban, not Keith Urban. Uh, I think so. Because one's it, an Aussie and one's a Kiwi. <laughs> you never call an Aussie a Kiwi. <laughs> but, uh, but just imagine you have Denim seated on the throne of Gondor as, as Lord Denethor and Douglas comes in as Faramir and goes, Father! <laughs> and starts running across the room. <laughs> oh, what's, who's the guy? Who's the guy that's in the closet? Oh, uh, that's that's uh, Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. Okay, I can see Richmond as the tree. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, you don't look like orcs. <laughs> like, no, we're just done with introductions. <laughs> See, I was, I was kind of picturing, if not him as Gollum, I was picturing him as Wormtongue. <laughs> uh, wh- why are you troubling the king with such bad news? <laughs> He's in a bad spot right now, you know. Doesn't need to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, I like the idea of him being Treebeard. <laughs> no, it's, it's a pity. He's killing all the trees. I knew these trees, you know. <laughs> these trees are my friends. We should go march on Isengard, fellows. <laughs> Who, who's got the Cradle of Filth CDs? <laughs> Roy, I can't carry you up the side of the mountain. You're too heavy. I can't carry you, Roy. <laughs> but, but, Moss, I'm leg disabled. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop singing that song? I love Willie's. I love Willie's. <laughs> <laughs> that would work out really well. That would be great. <laughs> Roy, I can't keep eating this elvish bread. <laughs> I need some fruit, Roy. <laughs> Moss, this is all we have. I told you the oranges went bad weeks ago. <laughs> when are we going to get second breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> As a, again, I don't know who would be Aragorn, but like you have that you have that scene when they're at the musical gay, and like he starts addressing them in the crowd. Moss is like, "Hello." <laughs> Oh no, we're not a couple. So when you have Aragorn approach them in the tavern, and he's like, you, you seem to be very, you seem to be carrying a lot of unexpected surprises, Mr. Underhill. Hello. <laughs> is, is this your gardener? Oh no, I'm not his gardener. I'm his bodyguard. 
<laughs> but yeah, I like I love the idea of Jin being Gollum. <laughs> so instead of going to destroy the ring, they're going to destroy the internet. <laughs> <laughs> What's Jin doing with the internet? <laughs> Roy, you were supposed to throw that in the fire. <laughs> No, Moss, I'm not going to throw the internet into the fire. You can't do that. But, Roy, we'll just... We'll put it in here with the rest of the fire. Made in Britain. Just just do it, Roy. Just type Google and then Google. <laughs> they, they finally get into Mount Doom and they go to the edge of the, of the, of the ledge there. And he's like, four, fire, help, fire. <laughs> He's gotta send a. He's gotta send a message to Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so, instead of lighting the beacons, that's what they do. They send the email. <laughs> he, like, he like runs to where the beacons are, and he picks up a phone. He's like, oh one one eight. No, no, that's not right. Oh one one nine. He's like, wait, uh, orcs. <laughs> <laughs> Help! Exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> to whom it may concern... No, no, that's too formal. <laughs> to Rohan. Help! Exclamation point. Orcs! Exclamation point. <laughs> that works so well. It's, it's great. I just... I love being in the tavern. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> if you're gonna follow us, then you've gotta take off those shoes. They want to take your shoes. They're my friends. It's like, you don't have any friends. So, so her, when she's Gollum, she's she's in the devil makeup from when Aunt Irma comes to visit. <laughs> Give me the bloody internet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, should, I shouldn't be losing my temper like that. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. What was, the, what was the first boss? Uh, that was Denim. Denim Renum. See, I was going to say, Denim would have to be Saruman. He could, but but then that ruins the whole gag with him being Lord Denethor. It does. But we would have it would have to be like a Monty Python thing where they play multiple roles. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Okay, I see that. Because I was going to say, because Denim, does he jump the window and die? Yeah, yeah he does. And then Saruman fall <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so in, just, the, in the extended cut. It works out <laughs> <thing> perfectly. <laughs> so... So Gandalf's like, you might as well give up Saruman. And he's just like, stands up from his boardroom table, puts the palanter down, and just like jumps out. <laughs> oh god, I love it. Uh. You can't carry the ring! You're too small! You're too small to carry the ring! <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> And, and that scene where uh, Sam gets caught in the landslide and Frodo, like, covers him with the cloak to look like a rock, that's just, like, when Moss starts kissing Roy and the police cars drive right by him. <laughs> so, oh, God, the orcs are coming! And he just starts kissing him. <laughs> the orcs march right by. <sighs> yeah, see, that, that works out so well. Yeah, see, aren't, aren't you glad I did that instead of The Exorcist? Because... <laughs> Uh, I think the Exorcist still would have worked. The Exorcist could have worked, yeah. Go, go, okay, so you take the Exorcist, you take Roy, and you take Moss, and you make them the priests. Right. And you take Jen, and you make her... Riley. Aunt Irma. Right, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right that, yeah. that works out so well. 
I can't find a bloody pin! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, I, th- I think the, yours works. You know, the you know, the biggest reason The Exorcist works is the whole, like, spewing up the pea soup thing. Just because you can have Roy start crying. <laughs> Did you catch that ludicrous display last night? <laughs> you know, you're making me think of... For, I, was, I don't know why this popped into my head. But you're making me think of... Uh, I, I, no, no, it's because of Gandalf. When okay. Gandalf dies and he turns from, what's it, Gandalf the Grey to Gandalf the White? Or yeah, Gand- yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, he starts as Grey. Um, is, uh, the scene from Iron Man 2 when Rhodey is replaced with Don Cheadle. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, that whole exchange where it's like, I wasn't expecting you here. Well, uh, well, I'm here. It's me. Get, you know, just deal with it. Yeah, yeah. If, like, you, like, every time an actor is replaced in a movie, you just use that line. So, like, (laughs) a Gandalf the White comes back as Gandalf. But I thought she was like, it's here. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> when when Gandalf comes back as Gandalf the White, then Douglas goes, Gandalf, but I thought you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then same thing when they replace uh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore and, yeah. and it's like, wait a minute. He's like, Dumbledore, but hey, it's me. I'm here. Get used to it. <laughs> Anytime, same same thing with like the Hulk. It was like, but wait, I thought <laughs> it's like, wait, is that Gandalf White? Are you an angel? <laughs> that's that's got to be an episode. We need to just do an episode of Child Anakin in movies, which I know we talked about doing like some stories of that for Inverted Paradox, but <laughs> Gandalf, <laughs> are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> Who will carry the ring to Mordor? I can fly a pod racer. <laughs> My mom says I'm the only human who can do it. Yippee! Now this is pod racing. Uh, he sounds like one of those like <laughs> hyperactive kids yeah. that like says random shit at like the wrong time. <laughs> be like, so champ, you hungry? I can drive a pod racer. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf dies to the Balrog and they're all crying outside the gates. He's like, I'm a, my dad's a farmer and he lets me drive the tractor and it goes really fast. It's like, what is wrong with you, kid? Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. What if you replaced, what if you replaced, like, Raymond from Rain Man with Anakin? <laughs> <laughs> Anakin, Dad must be driving the pot racer in the driveway. <laughs> like, I'm an excellent driver. Hey, I just want you to meet my meet my girlfriend. Are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> I get my underwear at Kmart. <laughs> God, I love child Anakin. <laughs> Pod racers like get ahead and was like, slow down, I'm tired. <laughs> Wait, Quagon. <laughs> oh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> that'd 
that's what we need to do. We need to do an episode where we just replace random characters with Anakin Skywalker. Yes. God, yes. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic. I want to. I just want it to be like Child Anakin throughout the entire prequel trilogy. <laughs> I killed them all. The women, the children. Yippee! They're all angels now. My mom's an angel too. I don't like sand. But this is pod racing. <laughs> I built this droid to help my mom. She's an angel now. <laughs> Jedi business, go back to your drinks. ship is leaving and he like looks back into Rivendell and he goes my mom's not coming with us is she Oh, <laughs> we need child Anakin to go to Professor Xavier's school for the gifted oh my goodness he does <laughs> you know what we should do we should, we should, we should, like Lord of the Rings but Anakin is Gollum no, no, Anakin is Smeagol and Darth Vader is Gollum. <laughs> that would be perfect. But they're my friends. You don't have any. I, don't, I can't do a Vader voice. You don't have any. <laughs> Nobody likes you. I want my ring back. <laughs> Should we take him to Shelob? I find your lack of faith disturbing. I can use the Force. <laughs> My mom says I'm the only human who can do it. Are you an angel? <laughs> he holds the sword up to his throat. This is Sting. You've seen it before, haven't you? Are you an angel? Uh, I don't like your sword. It's coarse and irritating and it hits everywhere. I, I, I almost made a I almost made a dad joke. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uncle joke. I almost made an uncle joke just then. But I, luckily, I was able to hold that. I was. Because you, you said, this is Sting. And I was going to go, please don't stand so close to me. <laughs> when, he, when he falls into the lava and he's sinking, he goes, I hate you. <laughs> We did it, Master Frodo! We've got the high ground! <laughs> I'm afraid she died. And she... No! <laughs> Actually, that really just sounds like the regular version anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I killed them all! <laughs> oh, man, that'd be... Kill him, Anakin. I really shouldn't! <laughs> It's not the Jedi way. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Is he an angel? 
chasing the last youngling down. Wait, I'm tired. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> Where are they? Where are the starting players of the Death Star? I know you have them. It's <laughs> just child Anakin with Vader's helmet. <laughs> Look at like dark helmet. Yeah. <laughs> charge now don't disappoint me <laughs> apologies the force is strong with this one i'll handle it myself yippee this is pod racing i'm all in that's supposed pod racing <laughs> have to let child Anakin into <laughs> Professor Xavier's school for the gift and we have to. <laughs> oh, I just had no I just had the worst thought. I just had the absolute worst thought. Racist bang these child Anakin. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> You're not one of those Mexican children, are you? I don't like Mexicans! <laughs> They're coarse and irritating and they get everywhere. I live in sand! <laughs> I, I like this kid. <laughs> Join me. All the birds. Were they big of angels? <laughs> My mom's not coming with us, is she? It depends on which breaks first. Her resolve or her body. <laughs> child Anakin and up <laughs> I was just thinking of like <laughs> sorry go ahead I child Anakin and up so, yeah. good afternoon my name is Anakin <laughs> and I'm a wilderness explorer ka ka here's my pod racing badge <laughs> as you can see the only badge I don't have is assisting the elderly <laughs> I ain't even got the badge for slaughtering younglings. <laughs> I can use a force gun snipe. Ah, <laughs> uh. here's the badge for my mom not coming with us. <laughs> have, have the Ellie badge. Is she an angel? Listen, you little shit. I don't have to put up with this from you. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere somewhere right now, Jake Lloyd is like doubled over like like Gomer Powell from Full Metal Jacket. Ow! When child actors get bullied, I really do. <laughs> Yo, it shows. Since since we just spent forty five minutes mocking this poor kid who had to who had to like leave his school and give up his acting career because he was mercilessly bullied, I feel bad about that. Oh, he had to give up two movies. That's an acting career. <laughs> yeah, but now all he has left is to just be the next Macaulay Culkin. Like, I feel bad for, like, the kid playing Iron Man's daughter getting harassed and harangued on Instagram. Like, I feel bad for these kids. But you can't deny that his lines and his delivery in Phantom Menace is hilarious. Uh, they're, they're, they're awful. <laughs> Are you an angel? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, just, um... Uh... Oh, it was a Turbo Man doll! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use the force to jingle all the way! <laughs> Hey, why, why does that child Anakin sound like Mr. Hanky? Because <laughs> I don't think either of us can do a convincing little kid voice. <laughs> Boy, Mr. Yoda, you sure know I like flowers. <laughs> I like the way you talk, Carl. <laughs> I like the way you talk, boy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Racist Bane and Child Anakin in a remake of Sling Blade. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you talk. <laughs> I like the way you talk too. <laughs> I'm tired, Bane. A boy my age shouldn't be tired. <laughs> I think there's windows and stuff in there. <laughs> He's funny and not funny, haha! He doesn't have any girls in it. He was probably sucking from the most nasty. <laughs> Do you have any French fried potatoes in there? <laughs> <With> mustard. <laughs> Can I fix you something? Could you fix me some biscuits with mustard? <laughs> Not just anybody would get up in the middle of the night to make me biscuits and mustard. <laughs> My mom would! She's an angel! not put your hands on that boy again, do you hear me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh... I like the way you talk, Bane. It sounds like a pod racer. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> oh. Bane, 
Dane, what do you do with that lawnmower blade? It's going to be very painful <laughs> for you. <laughs> now, what's the number for the police? <laughs> what do you think we'll give up first? A lawnmower blade or your buddy? <laughs> A Kaiser blade, but some people do call it a sling blade, Anakin. Uh, the Chinese don't, though. I don't reckon I have reason to kill nobody. <laughs> I, I actually forgot about that line just now. I reckon I got no reason to kill nobody. <laughs> I came out here to kill you. But if you're just going to sit on that porch, like a you-know-what, <laughs> then I guess you might as well just be dead already. <laughs> Gee, Mr. Ben, can we take that word back? <laughs> sure. My grandma called me that all the time. <laughs> well, shit, Angel! <laughs> broken beer bottle, but some people do call it a ninja saber. Alright, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Come to think of it, maybe my grandma was a racist. <laughs> oh god, child Anakin's the best thing. <laughs> so, tell me, tell me, child Anakin, who's racist Bane? have to cross child Anakin over with the masturbating janitor though <laughs> alright you goddamn kids who tracked all this sand into the school <laughs> I'm trying to have some alone time I did I'm sorry I don't like sand it's coarse and it gets everywhere yeah damn straight it does you think I'm spending all this time in a locker room for my health no I don't want to mop up your goddamn sand I'm trying to rub one out you little shit Oh, oh, oh! God, my my sides hurt all over. Oh man, I, yeah, I got tears streaming down my face. <laughs> I can tell how out of shape I am when I laugh so much that my abs hurt. <laughs> oh, oh, we and we we didn't do any breaks. We didn't. There was no there was no place to put a break in. We couldn't put a break in this. Were you kidding me? Oh, jeez, Wiz. <laughs> I love our extended universe where all this <laughs> stupid shit ties together. <laughs> this this is our Marvel this is our MCU. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh god, it's so good.
Lord, I'm always angry. <laughs> yes, release your hatred. Let your anger flow through you. Okay, yippee! Fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> to in-game and Cap's like you gotta admit I mean a lot more people have jobs don't don't you dare say there's a bright side to this <laughs> I'm not saying they were taking our jobs I'm just saying since the blip <laughs> I use the racism to destroy the racism <laughs> Rocket what do you think I don't know. Everything seems all white now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, we we can't. We can't do that. We we can't cross. We can't. Well, I guess I guess it's it's not not racist Thanos. It's it's Bane with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, that's what it would be. Bane with the Infinity Gauntlet. (laughs) Now reality can be whatever I make it to be. Uh, what happens if he gets all the stones? It'd be very painful <laughs> for Jews. <laughs> oh, jeez! That's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode right there. Oh, oh. oh god! Oh, oh wow! <laughs> he erases pain with the infinity gauntlet. That was just. That's the end of it right there. That'd be really good. (laughs) It's not even that late at night. What is wrong with us? Akomi? Yeah? I don't feel so good. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Alright right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.